Greetings, Troubled listeners, and welcome to the Troubled Men podcast. I am Renee Coleman, sitting here with my co-host, the original Troubled Man for Troubled Times and future mayor of New Orleans, Mr. Manny Chevrolet. Good evening, Renee. Good evening, nation. How is everyone this week or tonight? We're still here at the, what, the fabulous ring room. Yes, back in the ring room. After... Well, we were, we've been here a couple of weeks. I don't know. Anyway, we're back here, and we're, and we're ready. I don't know what the nation's feeling right now, but I feel I feel I need to talk about a few things. But, Some stuff uh, to get off your chest. Yeah, exactly. In fact, I'm glad you bring that up, because um, over the weekend, I was looking at my chest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you say that. I was yeah. actually looking at my chest right. after I was you know, shaving or whatever. I got out of the shower, and I'm looking at my chest, I'm looking at all my gray chest hairs. Right. And then I'm looking, I'm, I'm feeling my chest, uh-huh. and I feel my heartbeat. <laughs> and I'm looking at myself in the mirror, and I'm thinking, why is this thing still working? <laughs> <laughs> There's no explanation. There's no, I mean, because I, mean, I started thinking about my life in general and what I've done, you know, over the fucking 35, 40 years of, you know, doing this and doing that to my body and all the stuff that I've ingested into my body and all these things I've done and it's just still beating and I'm just like, what the fuck's, you know, I should be dead. It's a testament to the resilience of, uh, he- of human, human life. Right, yeah, I guess. It's a resilient little muscle. Yeah. You know, it really is. And uh, uh, apparently you only get, uh, each person gets so many heartbeats. Right. And a lot of people waste them here, like people working out, exercising, jog, exercising and stuff when right. they should be relaxing more and, and, and sleeping more. See, I, mean, I think my wife will live to be like 120 because she just loves napping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> loves to nap. She believes in the restorative properties of napping. You know, her dad was a doctor. He, he must have gave her a few pointers, you know. Sure. I mean, he used to, you know, nod off in the middle of conversations, yeah. you know. <laughs> Conserving his energy. <laughs> and he lived to be in his 90s or something like that. Oh, yeah. Well. You know, so, uh, yeah, it's funny you bring that up, you know, get things off your chest. And I want your nation out there to let us know what's bothering you. Get things off your chest, you know. And those women out there, take those bras off your chest. And yeah, let's yeah. see your chest. Yeah, don't hold um, back. Don't hold back any. But, uh, it's unhealthy, you know. You right. can't keep all the stuff pent up, you know. You can't, you know. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's funny you mentioned that. The whole, and, I ha- you know, it's like the amount of gray chest hair is just, it's like, it's, it's now overdoing the, the, you know, the dark chest hair. Right. It's like, it's, like, it's like taking over. Right. Well, you, know? You, you know, what, what I've noticed about having gray chest hair is it seems to almost be luminescent. Yeah, in, yeah, uh, in yeah. comparison to the rest of it, so right? It's, it stands out. It really does stand out. It does. Um, I'm thinking. I was looking at it, and you know, I'm thinking. I wonder if I should comb it. You know, comb <laughs> your chest hair. You know, would that be something? Well, do I mean, men do that? I think. I mean, I, if it gets long enough, maybe you have to. But or you could just trim it. Yeah, trim it. Yeah, maybe you know, trim it. Trim it back. I mean, people have their back waxed. You know, guys sure, do that. Sure. And, and um, speaking so. of waxes, my okay. wife was telling me that the uh, she was reading in some magazine that right. the Brazilian wax is out. There's, it's okay. out. Girls aren't doing the they're just the, the natural growth. Okay, you know the natural growth. I'm down with thing. that. That's you know. That's uh, you know. I told her. I said you're ahead of your time, honey. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I, mean, I, I appreciate uh, adult women. So yeah, why not? <laughs> Well, it's a hope it's just adult women and not, you know. Anyway, um, uh, so yeah, the whole chest hair thing, um, I, uh, I, it's, I just, um, I'm just, just amazed how, how it's taken over. It's, I don't know, it's like 60-40 now, gray. Yeah. Going, and it's just going to get worse. But like I'm saying, that even though it may be 60-40 gray, it seems like from what you see, the way the light picks it up, it looks like. It's much more than that. Right, that's, yeah. That's been in my case anyway. Well, yeah, I actually did one of those, you know, how the uh, NCI people, if they want to see if there's blood in the room. They, right. they, they put this stuff, this luminescent, and they turn on uh-huh. the lights, and you sure. can see where the blood is on the wall and right. stuff like that. I did that with my chest hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, so some forensic uh, analysis, yeah, forensic analysis, and you know, the heart's still beating, and I'm still here, people. That's good. Another broadcast. What's been going on with you? Uh, you know, just how's pl- things in the rock right and, along. You know, How's rock and roll world? Uh, rock and roll is uh, is good. You know, played a couple of jobs, played a couple of uh, the iguanas have been off, but uh, played a couple of Lynn Drury jobs. Uh, yeah, back over at uh, Chicky Wawa during the week, and then and then over at uh, the Portside Lounge. The premier tiki bar in New Orleans, over in Uptown, they were mm-hmm. uh, they were they were the guy was referring to it as being in Central City, and if you say Central City, that's going to mean people don't want to go there. But if you right. if you if you drive there, it seems totally fine. It's totally right. fine neighborhood, not scary at all. So I was talking to him about that the other night because I have a, another big gig booked there in a few months. And he said, yeah, man, I, I got to quit saying Central City. I'm just going to say Uptown. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, it's a couple blocks yeah. from St. Charles, a couple blocks from, uh, from Louisiana Avenue. Just say the Garden District or right. Uptown. Or just say New Orleans. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. <laughs> if you want to get more specific. Just say the happiest place on earth. That's what you say. That's right. That's right. You know? like, but like, it's, like, it's like that place, you know, uh, in the news lately, these two rookie NOPD cops beat the hell out mm, of some guy. Mm-hmm. Because they, he was wearing a camouflage shirt and they called him a fake American. Right. You know, they, you, because he was Latino. Right. He was from Honduras or something like that. Right. And um, he goes, yeah, hey, I'm a Marine. I was an ex-Marine. And they, they, called, they beat the shit out of him. And now yeah. they, you know, fucking, these guys' careers are done. They're fired. Well, well yeah, they fired yeah, him right They fired away, him thankfully. and the civil suits are going to be against this guy. So, but the thing was, what I found so curious, kind of funny in a way, it's like it happened at the Mid-City Yacht Club. Right. Which is a bar in Mid-City not water there's no water anywhere <laughs> since, since Katrina there's been no water there yeah 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 <laughs> there's nothing there's no yachts there's nothing right. near there it's like near the Delgado or something it's like there's no water there and the only water is the water that's backing up from the gutters and stuff like that and, and that's yes. laying in the potholes I just found that so funny it's like this is a yacht club in the middle of you know it's like it's like you know having you know saying there's a yacht club in the middle of the desert right you know, I think it's supposed to be facetious hopefully well let's hope I don't mean I don't know the owners and I've never been to the place sense but, of humor yeah you know. but uh, yeah I saw that that thing about those those rookie police officers and you know the the thing that occurred to me is uh, I mean I feel terrible that that guy got got beat up like that but imagine uh, if if these guys hadn't been off duty if they'd actually made it through the probationary period and become full police officers. These guys would be two more guys on the force who they couldn't even wait to pra- pass the probationary period before right. they were yeah, these beaten, were, these beaten were on fucking people. thugs. These were thugs. Jesus Christ, yeah, man. It's like, these were fucking that's, thugs. That's who we're adding to the force? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Where's the screening process? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And the funny thing was, is about two days after this ha- happened, NOPD announced um, a new enrollment plan. New, new hiring initiative? <laughs> yeah, new hiring okay. initiative. Right a couple on. days after, I'm thinking, you know, well, would they, they do a background check on me. I will never even pass the, you know. You sure, know, sure. System. But uh, these guys look, you know these guys look like to me? One of them actually looked like one of the cops who beat Rodney King. This is what these guys look like. They look yeah. like these guys. You know, LAPD, I mean, they, there's fucking jarheads on the LAPD. Right, right. These right. guys who are like, just they come straight out of the army or the military, and they just want to fucking punch something. They want to kill something. Yeah, that's you know? not who you need. No, you don't. Being a peace officer. Yeah, you know? exactly. It's all about, that's the key word, the peace officer. Yeah, you know? yeah, you're supposed to keep the peace. Keep the peace. You're not supposed to cause, you know, the violence. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So these guys reminded me of the Rodney King people. I mean, it's like fake American. You know, what's, what the fuck's right, right. wrong? Yeah, and the guy's actually, uh, he's, I think he was a, uh, an Army National Guard veteran is what right. he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have pictures of him with his, you know, compadres, you know, padres in arms, his, uh, his uh, guys he's, he served with, you know, right. and they're all wearing their suits and, you know, they're, you know, they got their military garb on. It's just, you know, what are you going to do? It's like... Uh, it's tough, man. It's, it's tough. Tr- troubled world out there, man. Trouble. Yeah, it's very troubled world. It's very divided right now. Yes. Well, Everything's I see, divided. I see you have your, uh, your My dictator. dictator outfit on, <laughs> your military dictator outfit. You know, it's code military once again in yeah, the ring well, room. I told you before, I love the dictator fashion. It's I sharp. really do. It's sharp. I they think have- it's like... You know, these guys, they got one thing down, and that's their fashion. So you know? you're kind of, and we discussed before how there are different varieties of dictator fashion. Right. You're kind of, this would be kind of the 
um, Kim uh, Kim Young Sung yes, Noriega look Noriega yes yeah. Um, um, yeah. Daniel Ortega exactly possibly. Ortega and yeah. uh, Edie Amin Edie Amin Dada yes yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. yeah I dig the dictator fa- I don't dig the dictator so much but their fashion I can deal with you know yeah yeah I, I like right. that you pick and choose yeah. <laughs> pick and choose you, you gotta know? be discerning about <laughs> your appreciation for dictators <laughs> exactly you know it's like you know who was worse Stalin or Hitler you know, I don't know, but their fashions were, you know, something to talk about. Anyway, um, I saw something also I wanted to talk about. But wanted to, we have to talk about things. I'm sure you have some stuff. But since we had guests the last two weeks, yeah, yeah, we, we, uh, we didn't you know, catch up on our regular yes, issues and yes, problems we, and troubles that we have. Yeah, yeah, we have a lot of, a lot of backlog troubles and, right, and yeah. grievances to air. Well, that, you know, the whole chest hair thing. I mean, that was like two, three weeks ago. Yeah, you but know? it's still, still uh, yeah. relevant, right? Right, exactly. It hasn't abated. Yeah, so, uh, it hasn't at all. But yeah, we had three guests in a row. Right. It felt know. a little weird. felt a little uh, estranged from you, man. It felt, <laughs> felt like something was coming between Did us. you miss me? Is that what I you're did, saying? I did, I did, I did. Listen, you know, as I'm doing the things, it's like, where's the Manny here? Right. Where's, where's, we need more Manny in these <laughs> Got to have more Manny. This podcast. It's more, like, it's more cowbell. You yeah, need yeah. more Manny. More Manny. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, uh, so there are things I want to talk about. There's something that happened a couple weeks ago that I thought was very... F- to me, this kind of stuff, you know, my humor is my humor. I, I, it could be sick at times. It could be, you know, dry at times. It could be, you know, slapstick and all that wet. kind of stuff. Wet at times. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and I think it's always good humor. Uh, but yeah, you're a good humor so, guy. Yeah, I'm a good humor kind of guy. Um, it's about two weeks ago, they reported from, like, various McDonald's around the country, I don't know if you heard of this or read about this, that people were getting, coming down sick with like stomach viruses and they were throwing up, they were having all sorts of stuff because these, all, they found out, then they detected that there was like 12, 14 McDonald's in a certain area of the Midwest or something, that people were getting sick off eating their salads. Okay. McDonald's prepare, you know, pre-prepared salads or whatever right. like that. So I'm thinking to myself, now, I used to eat McDonald's, you know, a long, long time ago. I don't, go to McDonald's anymore. Once in a while, maybe in a drunken stupor, I'll go in to get a French fry or something like okay, that. Because sure. it soaks up the alcohol. Yeah, really yeah. Good. You know, that salt. Salty and yeah, crisp. Yeah, 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 salty and crisp. Um, but I'm thinking to myself, who the fuck gets a salad at McDonald's <laughs> to begin with? It's true. <laughs> you know, it's like, you know, it's like ordering chicken at a steakhouse. Right. You know, or, you know, or, or the tuna salad at a steakhouse or right, something like right, that. Right. You know, it's like, who does that? <laughs> I mean, if you're going to go to McDonald's, you just might as well just get the Big Mac or the quarter pounder with cheese. You or get the combo. You yeah, get yeah, the, yeah. And supersize it for all you want. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, exactly. But I'm going to go to McDonald's. I'm going to wait in line and, with these people who, you know, basically they're, you know, rejects from the DMV who are in the McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> you, know, you know, there's people who have just gone to the DMV and then, you know, they, and, and it's like you order a salad. It's like nothing can be gained. Like I say, I use this term often. What is there to be gained? Yes. Nothing can be gained by ordering a salad at McDonald's. If you want a salad, make your own salad. Go to a vegetarian restaurant or whatever. Sure. You know, that's where you get your salad. Yeah. You know, don't get a salad at McDonald's. No, it's, it seems ill-advised. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. So that's something I wanted to talk about. in the nation... If you go to McDonald's, don't order a salad. I mean, you'd disappoint me if you did. You know. Uh, anything else? What do you got going on in your world? Ah, uh, what, what I have going on in my world, you know. So my daughter came back from uh, Eastern Europe. We we paid off the ransom, and uh, <laughs> she came back safely. She seems uh, none the worse for wear. In fact, Check she, the back of her head, though. Yeah, you know, we might have to shave some of her hair off. There might be a little chip back there. Chip? So, you know. Okay, I got I got to do a chip check. <laughs> yeah, do a chip check while she's sleeping. <laughs> you know, Just, you know. She has been looking at me a little sideways. Exactly. You know, but she know. was maybe doing, starting to do that yeah, before anyway, she left. Yeah, I know. We're doing that. My kid's doing that already. She just looks at me and like, really? You're my dad? Shakes her head. <laughs> Disgust. Yeah. <laughs> looks can at I, the ground. Can, can I sit on the couch once in a while? Get your fat ass out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so she got back from Eastern Europe. Got back from Eastern Europe. Uh, she had yeah rave reviews about it. She loved it. Uh, she's best friends with her her uh, uh, former captors and uh, <laughs> and uh, other hostages. A little bit of uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, Stockholm syndrome, perhaps. And she went to a country that n- no one knows about, right? Something like that. Um, I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, she, she went to Hungary. Hungary. Yeah. 
Um, she uh, isn't Hungary she, is where they have the really famous. No, that must be Yugoslavia, or Turkey with the bathhouses. Uh, I don't know. I think they got a lot of bathhouses out there in general. Yeah, yeah. Turkish ba- Turkish Turkish bathhouses. Bath yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm but, sure she wasn't going to those places. No, no, she wasn't in, in Turkey. I hope she wasn't going to McDonald's either. <laughs> I don't. I don't think so. I don't think she was. But she did say. Uh, I said, oh, "What kind of food was there?" She said, "We just ate bread and butter and zatar, which is this kind of uh, Middle Eastern spice." Oh, cool. So it was mostly that. It's like prison food, Bread right? and butter and zatar. Yeah, yeah. She was in prison the whole time. Well, like I guess. Thanks, that, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> she seemed to love it, you know. Okay, well, there, there could uh, be a future in that for her. Well, I don't you know. know. It's, it's good to, to uh, you know, to, to broaden your horizons, uh, if for no other reason, just to appreciate being in America, you know, see see how the other half lives and, uh, you know. Right. You know, uh, what do you say, uh, what makes the heart grow fonder? Absence. Absence makes the heart yeah, grow fonder. Or absinthe, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure if she had any absinthe over there. I think they do have absinthe. In, How in old is Hungary. she? She's like a senior she's now. She's 17. Yes, she's 17. Yes. So she's probably had a beer or two or a glass of wine. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, you know we'll, 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 you know, have, yeah. she'll have a glass of wine at our, at our home during, you know, Shabbat dinner or something. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Or we go out to dinner. She's like, well, Eva, would you like a glass of wine? Uh, sure. You know, it's, uh, oh, well, that's nice. It's good. You know, you want to... You want to uh, teach some balance, in spite of, of you know the the uh, cautionary tale that I'm presenting. Right. You, know, you can at least uh, you know show how there's a, a way that you could use alcohol in a healthy way. Well, uh, my dad always used in a healthy way. Um, he'd get home from work, he'd take off his work shoes, sit on his sit in his chair, get the paper light a cigarette, and tell me, go get him a beer. Okay. So that was healthy because he didn't have to get up and do it. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. got up and did it. Conserving his heartbeats. Right, exactly. So he would always give me the first sip of beer. He, he, he'd click it open and go, here, try this. That's the best one. And, but this is when I was like seven. Right. <laughs> seven, and, and this yeah. went on for like seven more years. When, don't you love that? Didn't you love that taste of, of beer when you were a kid? It just oh, tasted yeah. so exotic. I and, remember a Christmas day. Uh, when I was like 11 or 12 and my dad and my mom's cousin Robert who had a kid my age um, we went to the park on Christmas day and they had like a 12 pack of Olympia beer Okay. and they both but they secretly bought a 6 pack of ponies and uh-huh. that was for us oh nice <laughs> That was solid, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Merry Christmas, kids. Now right go on. in the sandbox or whatever. Get the hell out of here. Right on. You know, they can't get in too much trouble with a uh, eight pack of ponies. You know? No, especially on Christmas Day, everyone's so happy anyway. Yeah, you know, yeah, people yeah, are happy. Yeah, you know. But I digress with my. Um, ah, that's okay. With my uh, lifetime of fame and alcohol related problems. <laughs> 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 but uh, um, it was another thing I want to talk. about. This is something you texted me a couple weeks ago. Uh, about a guy named Brignac, Brignac, this uh, deacon or some. Yes, yes, he was a former deacon in the Catholic Church. Right here in here in Orleans Parish, or in New Orleans. I don't know if it was Orleans Parish, but somewhere in the city. And you had said, "See, it happens. It happens. It happens." You texted me this. Yes. And then I, I, my, and then I told you my wife knew of this guy. Uh-huh. Actually, was at that school where wow. this guy was. Wow. And everybody knew about it. Yeah. Everybody knew about it. Sheesh. You know, and, but, the, you know, the typical, uh, I guess it's the typical organized religion school, as right. it is, they just all turned, you know, turned a blind eye to it. You yeah. Know? And I don't know if you know the, hi- I mean, the history of people out there is that there was this deacon at some school, and basically, any time he got, any chance he got, he would do something to, it was always boys. It was never girls, I think. Right, right, yeah. He was yeah. accused by a whole bunch of different, different boys right. of, uh, of uh, very inappropriate, very, you know, and, uh, and my behavior. And my wife even said to me, she said, she was like fourth or fifth grade, and she saw, she remembers like this guy, you know, picking, you know with a little like nine or ten-year-old boy, just holding him and picking him up and toss him in the air. And every time he'd catch him, you know, he'd catch him by the groin, you know, you know where's, oh, and yeah, just touchy-feely with all this stuff, you know, and just kept doing it. And the boy was like, after a while, the boy's like, you know, you got to stop this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. You know, that kind of oh, stuff. Brother. So there was a whole investigation. There's an appendix. There's an ongoing investigation about him now. 
apparently. Well, uh, I think he, he actually... He's, he, he's he, dying he, or something. I don't yeah, know. I guess he's, he's very old, but I think the story in the newspaper was how he had already been removed from the priesthood years ago and, and maybe sentenced to a life of, of penance and reflection or something. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah. in fact, the, they, as of like a week before the, the article came out, he was still performing as a uh, a speaker a lector or something right. at the, like reading from you know passages in in mass yeah. at this church in yeah. metairie right yeah, yeah so he still has this position of authority to yeah. a certain degree you know and, and and he could still be a dirty old man to this day i mean he's like in his 80s now or something like that i don't know what the hell yeah well, you know they don't usually change their stripes but but nobody in the congregation had been informed of, of this status that the guy had you know so it's uh it's very dicey, you know. It's like uh, you can't keep exposing young people to these dangers once they're known. It's one thing if somebody's just so sneaky and they're getting away with it, but then right. once it's known, you, you know, you gotta you gotta yeah. make a demonstrative move. You right, know? and this is what the church doesn't do. They just move them. Is that historically they move these priests? Yes. And he says, "Well, he's a problem here. He maybe he won't be a problem over there in another part of the state or this country." Well, yeah. you know, there's there's just about to be a. There, there's been this uh, grand jury investigation in Pennsylvania for the past 18 months oh, uh, examining six of the eight archdioceses in Pennsylvania. Oh, yes. I, and I it's, and it, the grand jury submitted, the, they, they drew up their findings. They had over like 300 predatory priests they found that they identified. That yeah, had, they'd been shifting around, and this is just about to come out. This is going to be big news in the next, you know. Well, there was of that weeks. movie about the Boston, uh, yeah, Spotlight. We Spotlight. talked about yeah, that early spot- on. Yeah, exactly. There was so, that. so one of the quotes in the article I read, they said, "This is bigger than Boston." Oh, God, this thing, it's about to about to come out. So you know, uh, you know, be be careful, people. You know, it's like have eyes eyes wide open. Let's. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, paying attention to what's going on out there. Protect your children and and, and you kids out there. You know, uh, protect each other. Be friends. Be kind. Yeah, and yeah. love each other and protect each other. You know, watch out. I mean, because these kids are so smart today. I mean, there's little four year olds who have cell phones and they're on the internet and stuff right. like that. They know what's going on, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, they know what's going on. Yeah, if you see something, say something. That's what they say in the TSA game, right? Right. Yeah. 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 So listen, there's something that I wanted to talk about. I think they um, they gave out uh, some Pulitzer Prizes in the last month or so. Okay. I think I heard something about this. Well, in fact, yeah, I, I did read something. They were giving out some Pulitzer Prizes. And once again, I was snubbed. Yeah. <laughs> once again, I did not win. Passed over yeah, once passed again. Passed over once again. And, and uh, there's so many categories I could have you know, easily won. You know? Right. You know, like... Uh, well, that's why they're trying to shut you out, you know. Yeah. They're, they're trying to give the, the rest of the competition a fair, fair share. Yeah. Now, who, who gives... Is that Sweden, too? The same people who give out the Nobel Prize? The, mm, what's the Pulitzer? Is that American? No, that's is that, American, I think. Is yeah, that American yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. See, if it was a Nobel Prize, I think the Swedes might dig me more. Yeah. You know, but I have to have do something... Kind to, of a European flair, too. I have to, well, I have to do something European. more about peace, you know. You know, I, I, I love peace, you know. I, I, I don't like the violence. I love the peace. Right. Right. But yeah, once again, I was snubbed by the Pulitzer people, you know. Oh, well, you yeah, know. better luck next year. Yeah, exactly. Hope springs eternal. Well, because they, like, they give out regional awards, like the Southern uh, right. Prize for right. Best... Um, you know, reading or something, or best, okay. <laughs> you know, best, best runner, or you know, best broadcaster, you know, right, that kind of stuff. Right. Then they have the West Coast version of it, or the East Coast, and then, you know, whatever. But once again, people, I was snubbed. So uh, call your congressman, let them know how you feel about that, because uh, uh, write a letter to write a letter to the Pulitzer people, whoever they are, the editorial board of the local right. newspaper. Yeah, exactly. Um, so anyway. Um, Oh, here's something I want to talk about. Where uh, you know we've been talking about since this show started, uh, that I've been doing an addition to my house. And yes. nation, you'll be happy to know that I'm about two weeks away from it being completed. Nice. So it's like two weeks away from you know being a pack rat and a hoarder to like having my open space again. And I'm so happy. I am just so happy. But the only thing that I'm not happy about is that it just means, I think I've said this before, it just means that I am going to have more house to clean. 
Right. Because my wife doesn't clean. My daughter doesn't clean. And the cat, well, fuck Well, the there's, cat. Always, there's always an upside and, and a downside. Right, yeah. Exa- but the, the upside is, is far outweighs the, the downside. Uh, I just... Um, I just um, so I'm happy about that. In fact, I'm going on vacation tomorrow, just so I don't have to be there because they're really they're like at the fi- they're, they're at the stretch. You know, the horses are come the horses are at the we're at the gate, and now they're coming to the home stretch. Right, and they're having to do some a uh, couple major things, which involves a lot of uh, dust and stuff because they're breaking down. They're, they're connecting the addition to the. Oh, okay. They're connecting it break now. through the wall like yeah. uh, like when they did the the uh, the channel, the right, yeah. channel tunnel. Yeah, exactly. To, the to French and up. the British are meeting right, each right, other to put just, that golden spike. Yeah, in there. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so that's happening, and I don't want to be there for it because sure. it's just going to be it's going to be too much. So uh, going on vacation tomorrow. Where that's why uh, I can't tell you. I okay. can't tell that's, the nation that's right cool. now. Yeah, let's I will. T- I will report on it next show. I will tell you what happened because if I give it away now, yeah, you don't want fans to show up there and yeah I don't, I don't, want, and, yeah, I don't want the Pulitzer people following me there and right, stuff right, like that right. and the paparazzi well now yeah. so we have been following the progress of your your edition and uh, we, we've talked about that at one time you, you had some toilet shopping in your future right so now yeah. ha- have, have you ever and, we, and last time we brought it up you were saying well no actually we still have some time because that's going to be the last thing to go in because uh, well, yeah, the washer and dryers are in the toilet and the bathroom sink um, are going to be delivered while I'm on vacation. So you picked them out. Yeah, it's already been picked out. So you, you and your wife went and did some toilet well, shopping? Uh, I, she went physically, she went and looked and uh-huh. she showed me, she took pictures. Uh huh. And you said, that's fine. I, I said, yeah, you Whatever know, as long want, as it goes down, Whatever you want. down it and drown it, you know, as, that's long, like, yeah. as long as it flushes. That's yeah, fine. exactly. Yeah. I, it was like, that looks good. That looks good. I, I right. did want the, um, I did want a certain type of toilet lid, but she nixed the whole idea. I like one of the fur toilet lids. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, because it does get so cold here in New Orleans. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> so I thought a fur toilet lid, but she nixed that whole idea. And the thing is, like I said, I don't know if I said this before, but it's like, why do you even bother asking me? Just, just get what you want to get. Right. It's well, she, she, she likes the idea of, of consent. She just right. doesn't really need actual consent, but she wants to well, the, thing, the illusion of consent from you. Well, the thing is, she didn't consent with me about the washer and dryer. Right. Now, that's already in. They're, okay. they're waiting for a certain part. But it's, they're there. They're now, are, are you the operator of the washer and dryer along with all most, the cleaning? Bo- most of the time, yes. Okay. Pretty 90% of the time, I'm the operator of the washer and dryer. So when it was delivered on Saturday, and then they pulled them into the addition, they put them into the utility room and stuff like that, she looked at me and she goes, because they took the, the lids off of the boxes. Right. She looked at me and <laughs> she goes, you're not going to like this. <laughs> wow, that's not encouraging. You're <laughs> not going to like this. Because... On the dashboard for both washer and dryer was like you need to be like a NASA astronaut. I mean, there were so sure. many. It's very complicated. Sw- you know, buttons that you know for this kind of want. This, it's just like where is medium? Where is warm? Where is cold cycle? Right, right. I don't see any of this. Yeah. And I'm looking at this, and, and she goes, "Yeah, I didn't think you were going to enjoy this, but you'll learn. You'll learn. Yeah, get the hang of it." I was like, "Okay, well, you're going to have to teach me." That kind of stuff, but it looks really cool. I mean, it's like nice. straight out of you know Star Wars, you know, right. uh, dashboard. Two thousand one, yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Time this is one little orange it. eye staring uh-huh. at me. This orange little dot <laughs> right. staring at me the whole time, you know. But the one cool thing is the uh, the washer has a uh, the lid automatically closes. Really? Yeah, it just closes by itself. Huh, I wonder what the the benefit of that uh, is. I have no idea. But the funny thing was the funny thing. They delivered it Saturday, and there was this fucking these two delivery guys who came with the washer and dryer, and one of them was this big, fat, like you know, redneck kind of type of guy, okay. and his assistant was this puny little guy who, and it was like a hundred degrees that day, and he's wearing like a sweater, and he's got like a like a skull cap on, <laughs> and he's got this really like he's got red hair like your kids, uh-huh. red hair, and I'm looking at him going. You're not hot? Yeah. He goes, ah, no, not really. <laughs> and, and then, of course, they, they had to go through the side of the house because they couldn't go through the, 
because we still had the walls up. Right, right. So they so had to take it all up the alley. Yeah, yeah bring yeah. it down the alley and then through the back porch and stuff uh-huh. like that. It's very narrow. Yeah, and it's very narrow. And this one guy, the redneck guy, kept going, "Well, you got these workers here; they could do it." And I was like, "No, no, no! Yeah, it's your job. It's your job to do this. Yeah. yeah, yeah." And my wife's there; she's the one doing all this. And then the guy starts, the, the redneck starts making all these fucking racist kind of comments. Really? Yeah. He goes, "Well, you got the top of the line uh, washer dryer here. It's it's top of the line. But I must tell you, it was made in Korea. You know, South Korea, fortunately." Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're exporting a lot of. Yeah, they're not. The ex- it's like so this is how stupid this guy was. <laughs> it's not North yeah, Korea. Yeah, don't worry, yeah. Man. It's like yeah. Well, I figured as much, you know, and, and it was, you know, I should have been wearing my dictator shirt. You know? Right, right. You right. know, but he was just making these awful comments. You know, just these horrible comments. And of course, these our contractor hires these these Central American guys and Mexican guys, who who all have work permits. These guys are right. street legal. Yeah, yeah. And they wear their badges. They yeah. wear them. Wow. That's 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 how the 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 level of uh, paranoia we have have uh, yeah. generated in the in the. But our contractor makes he takes him. He finds a new guy who's really good at doing something. You know, right. he's a good plumber. He gets his papers all together. Good and for stuff. him, man. Yeah, he's totally street legal. But this fucking delivery guy, man, he was just, and even our contractor who happened to be there was just like going, yeah, maybe it's time for you to go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That kind of stuff. Right, right. And this is troubling to me, nation, because, you know, it's like. We're a nation of immigrants. Yeah, we're a nation of immigrants. We should just all, like, get along, as Rodney King said. You know, just, you know, get along. And and listen, if you don't want to. And I've said this before, I, you know, I've jokingly said, you know, are there going to be Jews at this bar mitzvah sure, sure, like yeah, that? Yeah, I've yeah. said things yeah. like that. Jokes. But yeah, jokes, just jokes. People. These are jokes. These are just jokes. So get along out there, you know? Get along, little doggies. Get along. <laughs> Man, I'll tell you what. I saw these, these uh, Central Americans uh, move uh, uh, like a, a washer or dryer one time. It was the most ingenious thing that they did, and I remembered it forever. Oh yeah, yeah. So like you th- like moving something like that down an alley, it's hard. It's, it's a hard thing to pick up, you know. Right, if you yeah. have it on like a hand truck or something, it bounces along. You know, you can uh, scratch up the side of your. We got to explain to the nation what the alleys because New Orleans is a lot of shotgun houses. So. Right, these straight so, houses, yeah. and they're maybe like. Four feet from the property line, three yeah. free feet from the property yeah. line. So you're, you're next to each other, and there's a fence. Yes. And between the fence and, like, say, your house, there's three to four feet. Yeah, yeah like yeah, you said. Very narrow. Yeah. So, and, and if you, you put it on the hand truck, you know, like it's a dolly that has two wheels. And right, you yeah, tilt yeah. it back, you know, it's, it's a lot of stress on your appliance. What these two guys did, they took a moving strap. You know, it's like a two-inch wide woven, you uh-huh. know, a high density uh, strap and they tied it in a knot and they put it over one shoulder of one guy and, and the then other guy, guy facing him put it over his shoulder as well oh. and then they they uh, tilted the machine to one side they slipped the two straps so it's like a circle that uh, stra- oh. they slipped the two straps underneath the thing and then they stood up picking the the thing up on their shoulders, uh, you know, Damn. the strap is on one end, the strap goes, two, two sides of it go underneath the appliance. Now they stand up straight. Now the appliance is about a foot off the ground, then they just walk with it. Excellent. Isn't that genius? Fuck. <laughs> Should have told that redneck that, you know. Oh, man, this is another great uh, Mexican ingenuity story that this reminds me of. I'm going to do this real quick. So there was a car that was in uh, uh, my guitar player's driveway. It was like a dead Camaro. It wouldn't wouldn't turn over. Wouldn't mm, move. It was dead. on the street, and they were gonna. It was gonna get cited by Jefferson Parish. You know, quality of life for just having sat there. Yeah, they needed to to move it into the garage, which is about like I don't know, eighty feet up the driveway. They're trying to, and the, but the block was frozen. It wouldn't turn over. They're like, how are we going to do this? And he said there were some, some Mexicans or Central Americans on the block. And, and this guy is, is a Mexican-American. He speaks Spanish. And the guys were coming down asking him, what, what are you doing? He's saying, explain, we're trying to move this car. And they go, oh, oh, we can do it. And they call a couple of more guys over, friends of theirs. And, and they say, in Spanish, they're like, let's bounce it. Let's bounce it. And so they all, they have like six guys and they're just pushing up and down or pushing down on the car. And it's bouncing car, forward. Pushing down on the car and letting it bounce up. And they're pushing it really hard to where actually the tires start leaving the ground. 
because they're <laughs> violently pushing it down and up all together in, in unison. And so as that thing really gets hopping off the ground, then they start inching it forward. <laughs> and then they pushing, pushing, but also, you know, advancing it. Advancing it, it uh, yeah. An inch or two a time per yeah, It took a while, but I'm sure it worked. He said it took like 15 minutes. We <laughs> had it all the way up the driveway and, and well, it's like the those, thing. But it's like, the, it's, 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 that's brilliant because it's, it's like those, um, the lowriders in East L.A. with yes. the hydraulics where they exactly. bounce the rear of the car and exactly. then the front goes down. Right. And they just bounce and they bounce. And there's that famous, uh, uh, there's a, one of those Cheech and Chong movies where they, they start bouncing so much that uh, they end up in someone's front yard. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking yeah. of uh, Cheech and Chong, you know, we're actually Facebook friends with uh, Tommy Chong now. Tommy Chong is a Facebook friend with the uh, Troubled Men podcast page. Well, that sounds about right, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's, all right, Tommy, shout out to Tommy Chong, part, Tommy of, the, Chong. part of the Troubled Nation. Love you. I've always loved you. And I tried to buy one of your bongs, but um, somehow it got crushed during the shipping or something like that. Because he sold bongs. He had oh, Chong's a, bongs. Sure, sure. Yeah. And uh, I actually actually met his daughter, okay. Ray Dawn. Oh, she's a, a beautiful girl. Yeah, yeah, this was back in the yeah. 80s. And was that Actress. some like, yeah. it was some... Uh, Quest for Fire. Quest for Fire. And um, she was in that Mick Jagger video, too. Where Remember he went solo and Keith went solo during right, the 80s. Right, 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 and right. Mick's album just totally was awful. And yeah. Keith's albums were like really good. Yeah, you know, yeah. That kind of stuff. And Ray Dong was in Mick Jagger's video. She played, of course, the female love interest or whatever, that kind of stuff. But I, I danced with her okay. at a, uh, a rap party for some film. Now, I don't think she was in the film, and I didn't work on the was film. Was it New Wave Hookers? Because <laughs> I know you were in that, you, you worked on that movie. I, yeah, I uh, was a big fan of that film. Yeah, New Wave Hookers, yeah. Well, that, you, were, you were a boom operator yeah, in that. You, I, you, you mentioned last week in the podcast. Right, the boom operator. Yeah, that's my only um, de- uh, uh, time I delve into the porn industry where, yeah, a, a buddy of mine used to do this for extra cash. I mean, he was a struggling, what, I, I don't know, what, but anyway, I ran a boom. And you just hear people fucking and stuff like that. But no, it wasn't that movie. With the rap, okay. par- they don't have rap parties. I think for porn flicks, they just, they just. Really? I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't they know did. I w- if they did, I wasn't invited. You invited? You know? okay. <laughs> I wasn't invited to the rap party for the. But yeah, new wave hookers. Yeah, that you, know, was you actually sang uh, the song. You the sang theme the song, of- and I was I was intrigued. So I, yeah. I did some research, and the, yeah. the, the, the this passing this Tito. week, Tito. So. You were very accurate. Your your lyric memory, wise, yeah, your, the lyrics and the, the melody. Even it was yeah. very. Uh, you you had a very good recollection of it. I looked it up, found it on on uh, the, YouTube. The, on the, yeah, the theme to New Wave Hookers, and but then also saw all the other information on New Wave Hookers. So that's actually credited as being um, one of the maybe the first. Uh, uh, alt porn movies, like they referred to it. Really? Yes, and and it has an, a very uh, illustrious cast. So it's not only does it have an underage uh, Tracy Lords as as the star, it has uh, Peter North. It has um, the Cum Shot King, Peter a whole, North. A whole yeah. bunch of other guys, man. I actually had to look it up and, and put it on my phone because I was so I was like, wow, this is really a uh, a landmark film. It was great about was the, the porn of the seventies and eighties. You know, before video and and people could just make porn on their phones and stuff. Right. Is that they used to make? They'd have theaters where you actually go see a movie, and they had stories. You know, they they were really cheap, stupid stories. But they had stories and they had soundtracks and all that kind of stuff. Yes. And, and, and these guys who made these films thought they were actual filmmakers. Yeah. <laughs> you know? They took it seriously. Yeah, they took it really seriously. Like when I did the boom that time, I mean, the director was like, you know, you know he was like, uh, okay, three, two, one, she's 18, let's roll. You know, that, <laughs> kind, of, that kind of stuff. Oh, yes, yeah, so I just pulled it up. So Tracy Lords, Peter North, Jamie Gillis. Okay. Uh, you, you'd recognize him. There he is. Okay, yeah, sure. That guy. Ginger Lynn. Ginger Lynn. My Tom Byron. You'd recognize that guy. He, you've, the, most of the things I you've seen him in, he looks younger than that. Okay. Um, and, uh, and John Bailey. Now, do you remember John Bailey? 
So see. the first time I ever saw that guy, he's a black actor. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. The he first w- time I ever saw him, he was in Happy Days. Right, he yeah. He played Styx, the drummer, in the episode where they have a band, Richie and Potsy. And, 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 and they have a drummer who's black. They have a drummer who's black, and there's actually uh, racism. or, or, or uh, They know, won't let him play prejudice. Arnold, right? Or yeah, yeah, like there's that. some yeah. kind of t- yeah, tension. Yeah, they won't let with, him play the dance or with, something. Uh, you know, yeah. having this black drummer, and Richie Cunningham comes down on the side of Good saying, and I think actually Fonzie backs him up saying, "Yeah, you know this is this is wrong this to is wrong. to uh, you know try so to he was in new wave hookers. So yeah, he's been in a he's in a few classic porn movies, but he was in in new in wave happy hookers. days in happy yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. so it's well, I, maybe the only person to go from happy days to uh, you know being a star in a porn movie, right? You know, well Ralph Mouth, that's a great porn name. That is, <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe. It. <laughs> anyway, um, but um, I don't know if I. I said this when I sang the song last week. The reason why I know the lyrics so well and and the melody of the tune and all that right. is that uh, my a friend of mine, uh, Tito Lavira. You mentioned that, yeah. He, right. he played in the Plugs, right? Um, and La, and then they were, and they did that theme song. He he, he okay, wrote it, okay. not the band. Okay, he got hired to write it, and he did all the music for it himself, like on a little, you know, a little eight-track or right. that kind of stuff. because it's credited as being uh, by the plugs. Okay, so is I it? Think, I think in, in the, from the bit of commentary I, I read, people said, well, he was the plugs. Pretty know? much. I mean, I mean yeah. the main force behind the plugs. Yeah, he was. Oh, oh he was the main force. I mean, because I think they went through a couple of guitar players a couple of other people but he was i mean he did all the lyrics and all that stuff yeah. and they were it's funny because they were like a a really popular band along with like there was like east la bands like like los lobos and those kind of bands right. that came out of la in the 80s and stuff like that and i mean they were well respected all those bands but like los lobos to this day is huge they still sure. make it they can still but the plugs i mean there was so much maybe you know bands dissolve they just sometimes they just don't happen you know like and that was the plugs was that kind of band. It was just like, God, these guys are so good. How come they're not making it? Yep. Uh, you know, it's, it's, so, it's, it's, it's weird. The industry is weird. Yeah. It's, it's impossible to predict what's going to, what's right. going to go and what's not. Cause know? we used to see them. I used to go see them a lot. And, um, and in fact, um, well, there were a lot of, uh, a lot of Chicano, um, punk rock. Yeah. Chicano rockabilly bands and, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. And the funniest thing was, I remember being at Tito's house once, um, and their guitar player, or was it, yeah, the guitar player, um, the band got hired, not Tito, just the musicians at the ba- the guitar, because Tito was just the rhythm guitarist and vocalist. Uh-huh. But Bob Dylan hired the rest of the guys in the band to be like his backup band for some mini tour that he was doing. Huh. A small little tour. He hired the plugs to yeah. do that. And of course, Dylan's going to add a couple more musicians, a keyboard player and all that. Right. But the guitar player, I think his name was Chris, came to Tito's house. We're all there just having a beer, you know, smoking a joint or whatever like that. And he comes in, he goes, oh man, you got you to gotta, you gotta hear the tape. He, he recorded like a rehearsal tape. Right. You know, you got to hear this. And this is just when, you know, we didn't have D, you know, CDs in or anything like that. It was sure, just cassette yeah, tapes. Cassettes, yeah. And he's, he's like, he goes, he's fast forwarding the tape. And usually when you fast forward like a, a cassette from a band that you love, it's like, it's really fast and all that. Right. But it's a Dylan tape. Okay. So it's like, it's so slow. He's, <laughs> and he's got it on full fast forward. Yeah. It's like, so <laughs> it's like going so slow and we're waiting waiting, waiting. Goes, okay here cool. and they said it great and Dylan I think Dylan went on Letterman's show with them if you, you know, can find I, it Nation it's out there somewhere I, I kind of remember that band actually yeah I kind of remember it was just a little four piece about. he put together that yeah, kind of yeah. thing yeah and that was the plugs without Tito okay with uh, Dylan playing Tito's part. Yeah, Dylan's doing Tito. And the thing was, Tito was so well-respected, but the band, like you said, never made it. I remember going to see them at Club Laundry on, on the Sunset. Sure. On the Sunset Strip. Well, not the Strip, but down Sunset, down right. the road. Um, and um, up in, you know, at Club Laundry, they have that balcony up there, that little yep. area where like, a lot of the hot shots watch the bands and right. stuff. It's not really like a private room, but they kind of give it to the regular yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, so. yeah. And who's there watching the plugs? Fucking David Byrne. 
Okay. You know, and um, what's the the gal from uh, Talking Heads? Uh, uh, Tina. 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 She's yeah, yeah. there, and there's all these records, and they, they were just so well liked and stuff. But they just never made it. It's yeah. troubling to me as a troubled well, man. You know, you know? That's, that's the music you know? biz. You know, it's uh, it's it requires so much luck and timing, and uh, you know, timing. Yes, people like the the number of stories that I I know firsthand or secondhand of people that. Like bands get signed, right. the company is completely behind them. They have yeah. all these plans, a whole marketing plan, yeah. a whole budget for the thing. Yeah. Everything's going great, and then you talk to them a month later, and you're like, "Yeah, so you, so that's happening, yet, right? What's 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 going on with that that whole plan?" And it's like, well, funny thing, uh, you know the uh, the company got bought, or or this yeah. new this new president came in, yeah. and um, now everything that they had before they're shelving because nobody wants to right. have their hands on something that was really you got to start from day the, scratch the, again, the yeah. brainchild of the previous administration. So and it can happen that quick, you know, just out of nowhere. And and those stories are legendary, and it's it's tough, man. That's why people like lose lose heart so so easily, and you know, leave the business and stuff. It's uh, yeah, you know, so it, it takes uh, it takes real fortitude. You know, to like, keep going at it and stuff like yeah, that, you know, and, and you know, people they they think uh, you know I'll go back to dental school, and uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, or, I'll or wait for my parents to die. Dermatology. I'll move back home with or, my parents, and maybe they'll them. die faster. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so are we ready? Uh, are we ready to take a break? Sure. And come yeah. Back? It seems like break time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I need a break. Yeah. Just for a second, nation. We'll be back in a before you know it. We're back. We have fresh drinks. You know, we were talking about how we, uh, Manny and I use our notebooks to write down ideas, and then we scratch off, we get to some ideas and scratch them off, but then there's always that that idea that doesn't get used, and it might be like four weeks back or something. You don't want to lose it because it's, it's a good idea you've caught in your net of a notebook. Yeah. So I just found one. It has to do with uh, memory foam shoe inserts. So you like the shoe insert, right? You know, you like a like a, a cushiony insert for your shoe, well, right? Well, yeah, it's it's. I always use them when I'm breaking in a shoe, okay, or like if the shoe's like on its last leg, but I really can't. I don't have time to go right. to go buy more shoes, right? Well, sometimes you have get like uh, like Vans or or Chuck Taylor or something that doesn't really have a lot of cushion yeah, built I, into it. I don't wear those anymore, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so I do like to wear those, but I, I you know, I, I got to have some some kind of you're like an old insole. man, yeah, 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 yeah you know, yeah, you know the the collagen is thinning out. So anyway, I I sleep on a memory foam mattress. So I'm a uh-huh. fan of the memory foam. I love that. It, the memory foam mattress, like, you know, Tempur-Pedic, shout out to Tempur-Pedic, the, the premier <laughs> brand of memory foam mattresses. It's a, it's a death-like sleep. It feels like I, like I took a shot of propofol, you know, I can, in, in the mattress. So, so I, I love that. So I thought, well, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with the, the, uh, the gel in, in soles, you know, like Dr. Right, Scholl's. Dr. Scholl's, yeah. That's shout what out I usually get. Dr. Yeah. Scholl's. <laughs> All our favorite brands, name brands. So, so I like the gel insole. So I thought, well, let me try a uh, memory foam insole. insole. And you get these at the local pharmacy, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's standard issue, you know, but not not Doctor Scholl's. I don't think of some other brand. The, okay, so it's not Tempur Pedic. It's not it. a Tempur Pedic insole. No, it's okay, but it's ahead. memory foams. In in other words, memory foam. You know, as as pressure and heat causes it to. Uh, squish down, yeah, and you know envelops your foot. Now it felt really good when you're when I put it in there and I'm walking around and what I the the part I didn't anticipate was uh, when you sit down and you take the all the pressure off of that uh-huh. insole. Yeah, the insole swells back up. Uh, and now your shoes are tight. <laughs> <laughs> I have to try this because it sounds comfortable until you sit. But no, it's no good because as soon it as it just you, doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's like uh, as soon as you sit down, now you you have tight shoes on. It's like because the memory foam squi- like springs back up. Oh, so yeah, that doesn't it's, sound good. It, it was, it's a good idea in theory right. until you actually Unless you have it. a shoe that's one size bigger than your foot. 
Well, it'd have to be really big. <laughs> yeah. It'd have to really... And I, I, I like loose shoes, you know. There's an, an old uh, Earl Butts quote involving loose shoes, and uh, maybe you guys could look that up. It's, uh, oh, I know it's exactly that. Yeah, yeah. but uh, Alex Shilton, that was a favorite quote of his. Uh, right, and a warm place to shit. Right, right. You know, that kind loose of Loose shoes, tight pussy, yeah, and a warm, warm place, place to shit. shit. Exactly. But uh, so, you know, the loose shoes part, I'm, I'm totally on board for, but, and I already have the loose shoes, but these memory foam... Just didn't it's, make it, it for it, you. Because I had to... It, on within an hour of putting them in, I took them out because I was like, "This isn't going to work." Gonna work. I, I can't have yeah. tight shoes when I'm sitting down. You well, know? you know, I think I've said this before. Footwear to me, like, uh, is is has uh, been an ongoing thing my whole life. I've never really found a pair of shoes that I can say that actually were 100 percent comfortable. Well, you were saying you had a problem with laces too, right? Laces, yeah, laces, uh, yeah. It, it's. They, like, yeah, they should give you an extra pair of laces because for some reason, I just go through that first pair of laces really quick. I don't know what it is. I don't understand. Well, that's, well, you've said it before, so I yeah, know it's true. Yeah, I know you're not making it up. It's just maybe. It, it's just me. You know, it's just like I, it's just you're you hard know, on laces. Yeah, I'm hard on laces, and uh, <laughs> and you're uh, hard on that ass. No, that's how it goes. It just goes that way, people. I, I don't understand it. But you know, speaking of like. Um, you know, this memory phone thing, which, like you said, in theory, it sounds good, but I, I don't think I'm going to try it now that you said it doesn't work. No, no, work. steer clear. Steer, steer clear. clear of it. But, um, you know, we're talking about health issues, you know, with the feet. You know, the feet, as you get older, Nation, you'll know that your feet, they just need a lot more rest than, you know, when you're younger. Well, they say they're the window to the soul, right? Are they? <laughs> Maybe that's the eyes. No, I don't know. The eyes? The feet? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm getting confused. Uh, uh, the get asshole. Get all turned around here. No, but I went for. I went to this morning for my. Uh, we have the same doctor. Yes, we have Doctor Vinny Boomba. Yeah, no, well, no, we have uh, Doctor uh, Seymour Butts uh, or whatever. No, we Robert Achipenti. Yeah, right. He's a very nice guy. Yeah, and um, talked about him last week on the podcast. Yeah, well, I went to see him today. Oh, okay. I went to see him for my annual. You have cool. to go once a year. Yeah, and I don't mind going because there's I don't have to pay for anything. It's it's free. No, it's good. No, and and nation, please go to see. Go have uh, avail yourself of regular medical care. Right. Yeah, if like you, Manny does. Yeah, like I do. I'm yeah. I'm I'm going next week. You're so, going to go see our doctor? Yeah, 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 yeah. So tell me how 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 was he? How did he think well, you were? Well, I haven't seen him in a year, right? Because I you know I had no reason to go. You've been see healthy. Him. You're a healthy guy. I'm just, yeah, that or you know, or I just can't get up off the couch. That you yeah, know, you can ignore problems. Like I can ignore. Else. Yeah, I can drown my problems. Sure, basically. sure, sure, sure. Physical and mental. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> I went to see him. He goes, "Well, I haven't seen you in a year. So how you doing?" I go, "Well, you know, I'm about the same." Did yeah. you tell him about the podcast? I did tell him about it, and I didn't have a card though with me, but I told him to check it out, and he okay. said, "Oh, okay, I will." I right, see. Well, I'm going to hit him next week. Yeah, hit him with up, the man. card and a sticker. Yeah, there you go. So there you, you go. got to you got to yeah. keep you got to flood the zone, you know. Right. So anyway, continue. He, with your story. Uh, he, he and I go there, and he, and um, you're gonna go, you're gonna wait a while because you have to. They're doing this whole new system now, so that, that you have to go and give them all your information again. Oh, brother! You have to write it though. You just go to the receptionist, and she'll ask you about ten questions. Okay, and you have to give all the information again because they're doing this whole new record keeping system. Okay, are you still at this address? Are you, right. you, have this, you know all this kind of stuff? Right. So, my appointment was for ten. I didn't see him until ten forty-five. Well, that's not bad. Well, but as they go, you know. These, yeah. Anyway, you know, uh, they should have a smoking room at these places. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> for crack, <laughs> for flaca. <laughs> um, but so I go. He comes in, and he's always he, he knows uh, my in laws. You know, he oh, treated okay. my uh, my father in law, and nice. he knows he knows the family. Such a small town, man. Jesus yeah, Christ. that bugs the shit out of me. Oh. Anyway, um, he. Um, he goes, well, how's it been? I go, well, he goes, are you stressed out? I go, you know, well, who isn't stressed out? You know, it's like, of course I have stress. Maybe yeah. not 24-7, right. but I have stressful days. I told him about the whole addition going on and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, that sounds, yeah, you could get stressed. I understand that totally. And, you know, he does this, you know, checks the heart, all that kind of stuff. And right. he keeps talking about the stress. Uh-huh. And I said, and What's goes, your point, Robert? Well, well <laughs> I like to call him Doc. Doc, I know. Yeah, we they covered that. that. We covered they that last that. week. Yeah, yeah, they hate that. You may not remember. The, I don't remember the, anything from last yeah, week. Yeah, I can't we, remember anything actually from dinner tonight. Okay, um, but <laughs> he 
he talks about the stress and uh, the level of it. Is you know they have that poster is it, with the faces it, with the faces uh-huh. and is your level. Which face was you? W- it was you? like a six, you know, six, six. you know, because if I wanted to be honest ten with him, being the most stressed, yeah, ten, you know, really? if, if I said if I said ten, you know, which would could be truthful in many ways, then also he'd write up a million tests for me. You know, you well, yeah, have this but that t- wouldn't be true anyway. It's not it's true like, at all. You know, if you're no. a political prisoner, no, you might say not, ten. Yeah, no, if I'm no. being tortured and stuff yeah, like yeah, that, that's a ten. That's, that's a, a ten. ten. Yeah, this is like a five. You know, it's like yeah, you know, I, I'm dealing with this addition, blah blah blah. I'm doing laundry at a washing right. laundry man. I'm tired of doing this and all this kind of stuff. Right. And so we talk. So he's getting me fucking stressed out. Yeah, <laughs> he basically it's is white not, coat syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then I started thinking about what what you know Dave Turgeon. He told me because the more you go to the doctor the more sick you get you know which is so true he's a genius yeah he's such a genius a guy you know the, the devil took a shit on his front yard you know that's what I he said what that well that's, that's what he said though. but <laughs> he's so funny he's a funny guy but we should have him on the show uh, that would now now you're talking yeah. man. that's a good idea um, write that down yeah keep talking but anyway you know, he's talking about this stuff while he's, like, examining me. You know, yeah, being, he has that good bedside manner. He That's, does have yes. that, but he keeps, like, kind of talking about the stress and all that kind of stuff. And, of course, we're towards the end of the whole examination, and he goes, well, you know what we have to do now? And it's like... Kiss? <laughs> well, pull oh. those pants down and bend oh. up. Then we're, then we're getting kissed. Yeah, you know, that kind of stuff. It's, right, it's right, the right. prostate examination. Sure, it's sure, like, sure, sure. Well, yeah, I know that was coming. You know, and then I told him, I said, well, you know, next time, I, when I see you in a year, let's do that first and get everything else over and, you know, get it over and done with. Okay. You know, but apparently I'm healthy. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm yeah. healthy. So far, so good, man. Yeah, you know, I told him about a little, couple of little things and he wants to do a test for this and all that kind of stuff. But as, as the most part... Nation, I'm I'm a healthy guy. I'm going to be here for a while. You know? Excellent, excellent. Uh, yeah, man. I'll be here for excellent. a while. So excellent. let's uh, let's toast to that. Yeah, yeah. for sure, <laughs> man. To uh, longevity for the uh, troubled man. Yeah, you know. So uh, liver was good. Well, I have a fatty liver. Do, do you? Yeah, I well, I was diagnosed with a fatty liver like ten years ago. Really? When Brenner was still around. Really? Yeah. And they do that from the enzyme test. No, well, they can do that now, but back then, apparently, do it from from I feeling to, in your gut, from <laughs> pushing down. No, because that's you know, real doctors, you know, can well, yeah, just feel by well, pressing on. But you, of course, you know? you know, Brenner was totally different. He, you know, he he was all about giving tests and stuff. So I went and had the uh, the the ultrasound, whatever, oh, and they okay. actually took pictures of. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, I'm gonna have to push for that on this next thing. Man. Well, They've you never should. done that to me. You know? Really? No. Well, but I mean, are you feeling pain there? Or oh, you... fuck no, no, no. Well, then I'm you're probably a horse. Yeah, yeah, you're fine. I'll you know? bury them all, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bury all you people. <laughs> I'll piss on your graves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. No, the 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 stress level for me is it's like a two. <laughs> well, well, there you go. It's not not that because it, it's. It's it's a subjective thing. It's not how much stress you're actually under. It's what your perception of stress is. Well, that's it. Yeah, and my I, perception. I, you have no perception. Yeah. I don't feel stress. It's fine. It's fine. Like because I can always play this game. No matter how bad my situation is, so, yeah. I can imagine other people that I've known who yeah. have gone through worse. You know, like yeah, way worse. Yeah. Way way worse for years and years yeah. on end. And so suddenly if I was feeling like it might be a 4, it just this mental experiment that I can do it brings me to a, a one and a half. Yeah, well, I'm see, I'm totally opposite in a way. I'm like the uh, that old Woody Allen line: "If there's someone unhappy in the world, I can't be happy." Right. So that's the way I look at it. If there's someone, <laughs> un- I, you know, I drive to work every day and I see these poor people who are just homeless, and I can't do a thing for them. Sure. So I, it's just like I'm unha- I can't be happy. <laughs> anyway, anyway, you know, my retirement plan is just to die early. But I'm not going anywhere, people. I'm not going anywhere. It's premature death. That's, yeah. that's our, our, the artist retirement plan. <laughs> yeah. So um, I wanted to talk about something a few weeks ago. But we had so many guests on that I didn't. I know. Uh, Jesus Christ, yeah, man. Yeah. I think I would clear some of those out. Yeah. Um, there's this uh, kid who I've known since my daughter started school. Oh, you told us last week. About 
St. Og? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. fine. Yeah, covered this already. I didn't scratch it out then. <laughs> okay. I don't remember much from no, last I, week. I already cut that out of the last week's podcast. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, why'd you do that? <laughs> oh, I'll tell you after this. Oh. It's, it's a tough story to hear, man. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a tough story to hear. Well, now, now for I have this actually something I could scratch out once I say this. For anyone upset by something that you hear in the podcast, just imagine what we take out. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I didn't know we were taking things out, but uh, that's you know, good to so, know. You know, trying to use some, some judgment, some, uh, you know, jurisprudence. All right. That's, did that's I talk about word, this then? I do did like I that Did I talk phrase, about though. this? Uh, that last week I took a, I took a personal day off work. Did I talk about this? To, uh, to wait for the, uh, packages. packages oh, right. yes. I didn't co- Okay. <laughs> did you pa- cut that out? No, no, that's, that's there. That's oh, okay. There. All right. Was it funny? Um, yes. yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah, I had some All right, this funny is, lines. Did I talk about this then? Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, remember about a month ago, we were talking about how they have um, uh, the naked bike thing, you know, whatever. Right. People go up. And they do this all over the world. Yeah. They have the and naked. They had it here. They had it here in New Orleans. Yeah. And we talked about how disgusting that was. Yes, we talked like about that. that. Well, apparently, um, they're going to have August 5th here in the city. They're go- it's going to be... Um, Underwear day. So I did pe- see that. Did you see? Did you read about this? Read a little bit. Yeah. But well, go on. but apparently it's they're going to march or bicycle from some part of the city to another part of the city. I'm sure it's going to run through like the quarter and the Marini and all that right. bullshit. Um, but it's underwear day, so okay. people um, are going to wear their underwear. Okay. So I'm thinking to myself, are these the same people who did the naked thing or? You know, if you do the underwear, you don't do the naked and vice versa. I'm thinking it's probably the same people because they have the same um, ill-advised impulses. Now, but I did have a thought about that. So if you're a man and you're doing underwear day, is there any men that are actually going like uh, boys briefs? Underwear? Do any any grown men who who still wear those who would would uh, be parading around in them in, for anything other than a joke? Uh, I mean, you don't wear those briefs, do you, Manny? We don't know each other that well. And I don't want to know you that well. But <laughs> well, I don't wear boxers anymore. I'll tell you that. Really? No, I don't wear boxers. See, I have to go. I'm boxers 100. percent I wear what they call the mid- boxer briefs. Yeah, the boxer briefs. That's what See, I, I wear. can't stand those. They're too tight on my legs, man. I just really? it, it would drive me crazy. Yeah. No, that's what I it's wear. Like wearing pantyhose or something. No, it's it's or a it's, it's half jock and half boxer. Yeah, yeah. But that's the, what the, I wear. The, the, but the the thing about boxers is the the looseness. That's what I like. Right. It's the it's it's just like a a very loose slip, if you will. For ladies, you know what a slip is. Men, you've seen a girl in a slip. That's kind of what a a, a re- true boxer is. You know, it's just um, gives you some insulation, and but it's it's does it's not constricting in any way. Right. Well, boxers. I, it was about I think when I turned like forty, I, something happened with boxers in me. I, I don't remember. I can't recall. Maybe down the road I can recall. But there was there was an incident. Oh, really? There was yeah, an incident. There was something okay. with bo- <laughs> But what I did like about boxers, the boxer incident. <laughs> what I did like about boxers was is like I could walk outside. Yeah. It's like and shorts. Get, get the paper sure. and stuff. Swim or get them. Yeah. 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 With my boxers. Right. I can't do that with the mid Well, I have done it with the mid well, I've actually gone out. Okay. You know. But it's a I, bold move. I haven't worn jockeys since I was probably like 12. Right, right. And who, who could? As soon you know, yeah, I got to be about 10, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. yeah. Now, so my question back to the, the, the underwear parade. Yeah. Is there going to be any? Now, there will be some guys, and here's how it's, they're going to relate it to uh, Walter White. Um, from Breaking Bad, because that's he. You, you saw that movie, that show, right? Breaking I've Bad. I've seen Didn't one. Really, of, oh, okay. No, not. Right. A, I never saw. One of the it. few people that has not seen yeah. that entire series. I haven't and seen like one show actually. But see, go ahead. I, I held out forever, uh-huh. and everybody had seen it and was telling raved how great about it, it raved yeah. about it forever. And and I was explained to my drummer that yeah, I just never could get into it. And he goes. Watch the pilot. Watch the entire first pilot. He uh, goes, you'll be in. Okay. And I, so I, I tried it, and he was right. I was in from then uh, on. Okay. So Walter White uh, appears a whole bunch of times because he has to like, take off his clothes to, to go into the, to, to cook meth. 
Okay. Because it, it, he's cooking it in a uh, like a, a mobile home or, or a, a Winnebago out in the desert, so it gets really hot when he's cooking. So he strips down to his underwear, and he's wearing those ridiculous, like, Hanes boys briefs. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So there will be some people wearing those just in, in homage to uh, Walter White. I guarantee it. Well, I mean, I, I'm a member here at the, at, the, at the ring room, and I'm in the locker room a lot, and there are plenty of guys who still wear jockeys. Really? Yeah, plenty of guys here. Can't do it, man. See, it, still that, wear that looks just so unsexy and, to me. Well, a lot of them are young gay guys. Okay, well, yeah, know, now it's getting a little sexier, uh, but, you know. A lot of so, them are young gay guys. I can't see that women see that as sexy. Now I'm not a girl, so you know I, I don't know I what women think is sexy. You know I don't know. Um, um, they used to think I was very sexy. No, they still do. Yeah, you know, but uh, um, yeah. So the whole underwear. So about this thing, underwear day. Uh, I don't know if it's a national thing, but but part of the thing was, it seems to me now with with instantly you can find out news or whatever and stuff like that right. with this internet. Sure. I started looking like every day. I said, well, what's August 4th? Uh-huh. Oh, so August 4th is like another day. <laughs> yes. August 3rd is like hot dog. You know, it's just every, every day, day of the year. Every day is something. Yeah. You know, so we have to celebrate something every day. You know, it's like National Donut Day was like a few weeks ago. We have to do a search. This makes me think we have to do a search and find out if there is an empty day. And well, then we can, we can lobby to make it Troubled Men Day. Well, remember a couple of years ago, I tried to do Others Day. Others Day, yes. Yeah, Others Day, right. which, you that know. That was fun. That was fun, but it didn't really catch on. I mean, maybe there are people out there still celebrating You just can't it. do it once or twice, you know. You've got to hammer it over and yeah, over. You've got to flood become, the zone, man. But then yeah. it becomes like a hallmark thing, you know. It's just like, okay. so it's a we, lot of work. So yeah. do we give cards out for National Underwear Day? It's like, no, I want to take your pants off. <laughs> That's all you got to do. Just lose, lose the pants. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, um, no, I don't mind seeing, you know. Know, uh, girls in their underwear. Now I don't know how many girls are going to be out there in their underwear. I'm sure there's going to be plenty of them in this city. Uh, you know, but like know, Naked Bike Day or Naked Day, you was, weren't crazy about seeing the girls on the Naked mm-hmm. Bike Day because you're afraid of like what kind of girls are going to be. Well, there, that's you know? it. That's yeah. the same thing, you right. know. But uh, you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder, as they right. say. It's it's a it's a very subjective thing. Once again. <laughs> uh, they're starting to turn off the lights here. Uh, they, uh, they, they've replaced uh, scraping of chairs with uh, just shutting the lights off. If you don't this. know, people, nation, that our regular bartender got fired from the ring yes, room. Yes, Peter, we're reaching out to you. This yeah. is a, a, a pod. This is a pod yeah. call to Peter. Call. So, Peter, um, uh, God, Peter, and everyone else, reach out to us on. Uh, on um, the uh, the network, uh, or the yes, uh, at Trouble Man Podcast on Instagram or uh, Trouble Man Podcast at gmail dot com, and Peter, uh, reach Peter. out to us. You can explain to us why you're no longer employed here in the ring room, right? And maybe you can uh, schedule uh, a guest appearance here. We'd love yeah, to talk to, give to you. Your explanation, yes. Talk about your handlebar mustache, which is yeah, fantastic. Talk which about is fabulous. Uh, and your good-looking wife, too. Okay, man, she can likes come, that right on. You know, and um, pizza, because I know you love the pizza. But listen, I have one thing here. I don't know what to... Because, you know, I take these notes down and stuff, right. and I guess I say them when I forget to cross them out, sure. as opposed to half. But I have something here. It says, benefit punishment. I have okay. no idea what that means. Well, that's a good. I like that. No, well, that's, that's good. That's, that's so, a, nation, uh, think about what I just said. Okay. Benefit, it's a punishment. Challenge. Yeah, yeah. Think of some jokes about it or just tell us what, what, you know, benefits from punishment or what, you know, whatever, that kind of thing. Yeah, it's, a, it's an either or, it's an and or proposition. Who knows? Well, they're starting to vacuum. How much time? We still have some drink left, though. We've got some drink left, but I think we might be out of time because we're uh, 10 minutes Ooh, past yeah. closing. All right, so, people. I'll, as we like to say, stay uh, troubled. Trouble never ends. Trouble never ends, But uh, the struggle continues. Exactly. Good night. Good night.